Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and welcome to the Dork Forest. Oh my gosh, episode 17, by the way, in the new Dork Forest pre-recorded. The old Dork Forest, by the way, I need to announce, is still available in archive on Blog Talk with its various quality of, of audio uh, quality. Anyway, websites, you know about them, uh, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. There's a donation button if you have not used it. Thank you very much. Uh, take this opportunity. Go for it. And uh, you can get merch. You can get my CDs. You can get a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. Adds a plus one to your uh, initiative roll. Uh, tell your game master that I said that. Anyway, Patrick Brady does the audio, and we want to get that credit out right away because he does such a beautiful job. And then Mike Rickberg uh, wrote that song, and his, him and his uh, fiancé girlfriend uh, sing it. And uh, he does both the opening and closing musics. Links are available on the show. Sitting in my living room in Van Nuys, uh, uh, the lovely and talented uh, hilarity of um, Wendy Liebman. Welcome to the show, Wendy Liebman. So happy to be here. Thank you. And Jude Shelton, Judith Shelton, welcome to the program. Hi, Jackie. Woo! All right. And Wendy. And Judith. And, and Judith and Jackie. and Jackie. And we're all here. It's all exciting. We, we've we already discussed what we might talk about. There's been, there's, I, there, there's some talk of lipstick. Everyone has packing some lipstick. I'm dressed uh, like somebody's little brother, as per usual. Uh, but there's nothing to be done. So, and now Jude, you're a, cra- you're crafty. You, I am. You, you, I love, you've come to the table. It's very true. That's one of my obsessions, Jackie. Excellent. Yeah, I love to craft. Um, I feel like it makes my man hands more feminine. <laughs> you know, I okay. make pretty like things with needlepoints. No, you know, I've never gotten into the needlepoint because I don't want to ruin my eyes further. But I do a lot of felting. And knitting, a lot of fiber arts. See, I want to know how to knit. I don't want to learn how to knit. Oh, oh I like that okay. with the piano as well. Yes. I want to know how to play the piano. And Spanish. Yeah. yeah, so that I could be on a plane and at the end have a scarf. Oh. At, the, at the end of the flight. flight it doesn't scarf. matter. It could be delayed. It doesn't matter. I have my knitting. Yeah. And, uh, um, so do you shop at Michael's and David's? No, Laura's? you know, because I am a, a low-income individual. So, of course, I don't shop at Michael's. I love yarn that has maybe some silky fibers, you know, that it runs in the $30 skein. Like, it's ridiculous. So I make one project a year. Okay. I save up all year long and then buy really good yarn. I'm a yarn snob, which what I'm trying <laughs> to say is I should what? not be a yarn snob. Wait a minute. How can you, what's, okay, so different yarns are made out of different, different things. Items. Yes. Well, oh, no. yes. why yeah, isn't that obvious? <laughs> it, that's yeah. awesome. Is it made out of hay? <laughs> <laughs> Is it made out of the hair of tiny children? Yeah, sometimes that's really expensive. I bet. Uh-huh. I bet. You know, I collect the hair off my cat. No. I, 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 but Do you really? I do. Well, you know, I, but they, some knitters knit with their animals first. I've seen sweaters. Oh, made out of gosh. dog. Yes. What? Now, yes. Okay. I hope they're not putting them on the dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like a sweater. It's like dog yeah, on dog, dog crime. Yeah. That's what that feels like. That doesn't Animalism. feel. Yeah. A little creepy. Or it's like a horse, different dog. It's like a horse wearing a leather saddle. Yes. It's just like, you know, I always wanted you to be a different dog. So if this is the hair of a German shepherd and you're a Lhasa Apsa. Consider it a wig. <laughs> yeah. It would be like a wig. 
They oh. actually showed wigs on dogs. I'm trying to think if it's on a website or but oh, wigs on dogs. I've seen those like little dogs. Yeah, little tiny dogs with these gorgeous wigs. Right. Aren't they beautiful? Like, like they look sweeping like Joan Rivers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or are they going for sort of a theme? Like they're trying to make them look like famous people. Maybe like this is the David Hasselhoff if he were a yes. Irish setter. Right. And I feel Irish sorry setter. for the Donald Trump dog. Yes. <laughs> Little comb over. Yeah. So what's the one project? I know you're the yeah. host, but what's the one project you make a year? Well, this year I made a really cute. This last year, 2010. Yeah, like at Christmas, I made for myself. Okay. I saved up and bought some really great yarn, and made this kind of western sort of tie it's really weird it's a scarf so as you can tell my dream is to make myself a sweater because my particular proportions um it's hard to buy a sweater that i love oh right so you want to create the sweater of your dreams right the perfect sweater so i haven't done that yet that's what my dream for 2011 is and that's knitting yeah, I That's, was like, oh man, there's so many pretty patterns out there. Of, of, of oh. To knit your own sweater. Yes, and it's so fun, you guys. It's a traditional Why woman's art. Well, because I made one pillowcase once in home ec in eighth grade. Okay. And it's still traumatized. Really? <laughs> it was like a quilt. Uh-huh. It was um, a quilting quilted. project. It was yeah. a quilt, yeah, but then we put it over a pillow. And I was so proud, but then the teacher was just such a bitch. Can I dismissive? Swear on this? Yeah, fucking oh. I. Oh. <laughs> Do as you will. She was just so mean. I guess that's where I learned how not to cook, oh. <laughs> and how to regret the idea that you ever wanted to, because well, she was I'm, bad at I'm it. Just, well, I, I started, took home ec. I started a kitchen fire recently. Recently, at, at an Olive Garden. <laughs> and, um, that's some initiative. What is happening? <laughs> okay, those are jokes. Am I, I like to tell jokes. Please tell jokes. <laughs> Wendy Lehman. What people need to know about Wendy Lehman is that uh, you. You everything is a joke, but you were like you're you're like one of the greatest one-liner comics out yes. there. Thank you. You're just you're a wordsmith, is what you are, and it's lovely to watch you do stand-up comedy. Well, you know, I've gotten this comment after shows. Uh oh. People say you really have to listen to your comedy, and I'm like, you know what? No, you don't. Just yeah. just go to just sleep phone it and, in. And, yeah. and laugh when you feel yeah. like it. Yeah. Don't listen. It's, you know what, and, and I, you know, there's three different responses to comments like that, which is, I know what you mean, and it's right. exhausting. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I know you're talking about, like, most comics, you can just sort of, and there's the punchline, and you're like, ha ha. Right. And it's probably funny. It's probably not that tricksy. But you, your jokes are very tricksy sometimes. Yeah, you have they're, to listen. they're, it turns out <laughs> you, you really have to, have to listen. Yeah. You really have to listen. Yeah. But, um, I'm joking, but has anybody ever fallen asleep? Dave when? Young, Dave Dave Young, the, uh, the the hit man of comedy. Uh, he used to do open mic in Minneapolis. He looked like Santa Claus. Passed away several oh. years ago, but always did open mic. Always uh, would come to the show and would sleep half through the show and, and not sleep. And he would always While laugh. While you were on stage. While you were on stage, he would sit like in the third row, second or third so row by like, himself. Ne- uh, not ne- he had no uh, narcolepsy, which <laughs> he I did, did have. Did, did you have narcolepsy? Really did have oh, I want to hear about this. this okay. When was that? Up? That's great. I, everything fits in the forest, okay. my well, friends. Well, I had it early in high school, and I would fall asleep in class all the time. And you know, my science teacher, Mr. Burnham, who was who had a half a finger because he put some tweezers in an electrical outlet. But anyway, he was the coolest. <laughs> that was the story. He was the coolest guy in the world. And when That's I would so fall funny. asleep, he would either color in my glasses, you know, with a dry erase pen, 
or put marks on my face. Like you were in a fraternity? Some it was so he just wanted Weird. I guess, to humiliate him once he gave yeah. me a unibrow. And but the thing is I would fall asleep. And yet you and I liked him anyway. I loved him. He was the funny he was funny. You can get away with He's anything. So you can get funny. Yeah. yeah. You can get away with a, a lot. Guy. He really was and he was a really good teacher. He was he was a dog. Yeah. So that's not why you fell asleep. Right, no. I, I wanted to stay awake for his jokes because he was awesome. But I had narcolepsy and I didn't find out till I got in college. And then I got put on Ritalin. Which yeah. in college, in college, I got found. I found out because Ritalin's usually that's what they that's how they usually get uh, children to 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 line up. Yes, yes, right. tiny children. But yes. it, it's like they give Ritalin for ADD and hyperactivity, yes. but also for some I, I don't know right. the word, but for sleep disorder. deprivation or but now they or, have some provigil or something. I haven't tried that oh. because you know women grow out of narcolepsy. It's oh. very common. So I grew out of it. By around, I think around the time I was 23, but it was horrible. I had to wear these hearing aids. They look like hearing aids. And when my head would tip, they'd go beep or else I wasn't allowed to drive. Yeah. I had a little medic alert bracelet. Interesting. Your life is fascinating to children. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Was it traumatic? It was a little traumatic for my friends because I'm not kidding. We would... We were driving to see some concert or something, and I was driving, and as I fell asleep, I made a freeway change. And my friends were like, why are we home? Judith! Oh, yeah, my. so it was traumatic for them. See, I drive like that, and I'm not asleep. So. <laughs> right. I'm just distracto. It's a, but I, but your life is fascinating, the fact that, you know, you... It feels like all of your life is traumatic sometimes. It is. Uh, you know, and it's, it's so interesting. Weird. I'm coming to this realization that I kind of have to change my attitude. You know, like I'm trying to be more of a positive thinker. You know, <laughs> I've sort of bought into all this stuff that, you know, we sort of create. Is this, I don't know. Oh, right, I'm... right. Like the secret yes. kind of thing like where you create your own problems. and Yes. Mm, yes. That you attract into your life what you're thinking right. about. and. I've read, you know, you're supposed to visualize, yes. but I've heard now they've that has evolved, oh. and not only visualize what you want, uh-huh. but feel it, yeah. like and make yourself feel a certain way. At which point do they say work towards it? Uh, is, is it just, <laughs> uh, is it just uh, a lot of chitter chat and then some vibes? Jackie, oh my God, that is the story of my life. I've never actually taken any action. I just <laughs> you mean I can't know just how to knit? Yes, right. Right, exactly. It's uh, I I thought about asking for one of those roll-up pianos uh, from somebody because I got one for my sister because she always wanted to learn how to play the piano and uh, but she'll do it. Like we got her, my brother got her a roll-up piano, and I bet you she uses it and and practices and stuff. Because what I want to do, I want to live. You know that? Remember in All in the Family when they would gather around and yes. sing? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I want to do. Do do do. It sounds like guys like us, we had it made. That's sort of like what uh, the Dork Forest song. That's what um, I love. That that's what Sarah's doing um, with Mike Rickberg. Thank you, Mike Rickberg and Sarah. I love the way you said fiance. It was so French. Yeah, it's uh, and here's the thing. I don't think they're engaged. Oh, Uh, I think (laughs) they are. uh, They're shacking up. They're doing the devil's work, and uh, I don't think uh, Mike. Are you listening? What's yeah, but, happening? They're, but they're making beautiful music. Just they are now. making beautiful music together. Yes. He uh, he was in. Uh, he used to do this cover band. He's been, you know, he's a serious musician as well. He's uh-huh. in rock band and, and all these different things. But he was also in. 
Oh, and I always get the name of it wrong. It was like Two Tickets to Ride or something, but it was like they would play 80s cover songs and they would invite people from the audience to come sing. It was like a dream come true. It would be like a real karaoke kind of thing where you had a band behind you. Oh my gosh, that sounds like my dream come true. I love any song from the 80s. Do you love any song from the 80s? Pretty much. Any I don't song. know any song from the 80s. Get out of here. Co- well, Jackie. I mean, I know some songs. On the metro. What's that? Oh, Berlin. <laughs> the band Berlin? Yeah. Okay. Jackie, what, what were you listening to? Just younger. Oh. No, no. But you're younger, too. I'm exactly, I'm almost exactly oh. your age. You're 49? I am 45. Oh, so, we're all in our 40s. I'm gonna be 50 You're going to be 50? Month. Come on. Oh, and party. Look at hair. It's amazing. And I don't let's, dye let's look at it. Let's look. I don't dye it you yet. don't dye your hair yet? No, but I'm going to have to start you because I have like grays. I'm getting some too. I have but a lot I of them. Hair. I don't care. I kind of no, like them. Like people are telling me I better start dyeing it. I'm like, mm. why? I'm not on TV. Right, right, right. right. And they the catch aging the process. Light. And there's a, and they uh, catch, they they do. Do. They catch the light. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have yeah. Them. Um, I'm holiday ready. <laughs> I, I, I got, I got uh, a boatload of them yeah. right oh, around I see. here. Oh, but uh, it's what it's interesting <laughs> is my uh, my hairdresser very interested in uh, covering this up. And uh, I was like, well, you do whatever you want. You're the professional. And so she cuts and colors my hair however she wants to. I like that. Yeah, but it's only... Right, right. And it's only two or three times a year. So I do it back in Minneapolis when I go back uh, to visit and work there. Mm-hmm. So it'll happen in a couple of weeks. I'm doing Acme. First week is of February. I've never awesome. been there, but I've, I've been to the club. I've You've seen the club? Worked. Yeah, I love that club. Why have you not worked there? Have you know. tried to work that club? Have not, you given it a shot? Have you run so. it up the flagpole? I don't think so. But what I was going to say is <laughs> three days ago, I walked into Floyd's. The oh. hair cutting place. I live right around the corner. The, with in the one Studio in, City. I live right around so the corner. From oh, Wendy. I'm not going to say where <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, right. Because right. somebody's yeah. going to. But let me yeah. tell you something. Much like Henny Youngman and Malcolm X, I'm in the book. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People send me Christmas cards. Really? From this very pro- podcast. They're like, Jackie Cation, let's look that up. Oh. And then uh, uh, one of my one of my, uh, one of of my my gr- biggest donators, one of my biggest supporters, Mr. Ken Baker. Thank you. Shout out oh, to Ken Baker. <laughs> <laughs> he um he sent me um cash in the mail one year I for Christmas that. and I emailed him back and I was like and it was before I had asked for any sort of donations and I said Ken uh, I'll be keeping this money and I appreciate it <laughs> uh, but I was wondering why and he said well you know I pay for other podcasts and I enjoy yours just as much and I always think comics can use money Ken I live at sixty <laughs> <laughs> see the timing of Wendy Lehman do we see the so, timing I walked into Floyd's four days ago or three days ago and I said cut four inches off my hair it was down to there uh-huh. and I feel like I feel like a new person yeah I mean we all well it's like losing shorter. it's like losing weight when you cut that much hair off it, it's I like really, yeah it's I, like losing I, like 12 I feel pounds so much Oh, it looks great, Thank too. It looks super healthy. There? No, but I was thinking I would. I just went to I see my friend up. Lindsay. Oh, oh does your friend Lindsay do your hair? Oh, yeah. it's very nice. Yes, she she did a good job. <laughs> Although it's a little too glamorous and girly. It's oh, lovely, yeah. though. I like a child's cut. <laughs> I do. I'm very, I'm very Go to the yellow balloon. <laughs> yes. I'm, right? Is there a free sucker? Spaghetti. Oh, God. They you just get, is there spaghetti there. at the end of it all? No, his name was Eddie Spaghetti, but he's not there anymore. Oh, I, mean, okay. I used to take Gosh. my stepson there. Oh, right. And then, and then one time I went to see Last Comic Standing. Right. it. 
and uh, Jay why would Moore you do was that? on. Why okay. would I go? Because Kathleen yeah. Madigan was. Oh, on. there you so go. Oh, like very nice. Friend of the season. show, Kathleen Madigan. And Jay Moore Kennedy was, Dork was doing um, like patter between sure. takes, and he said something about Eddie Spaghetti at the Yellow Balloon. I'm like, uh-huh. I go there. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. But he's not there anymore. Yeah, I just drove by. It's all kid so, stuff. So, right. are you looking for like a bob? What are you looking for? Well, like, what do you say? A child's cut. I love that cut. That. It looks economical and like was done by mom. I don't know. I like a chunky, maybe. An oh, like a bang, bang, an yeah. uneven bang, and kind of like I love. Like you cut it exactly. You know, that does lower expectations. It lowers expectations when people come up to you and you're like, did you cut your own? What's happening? That's why I dress like this. uh, (laughs) That is the funniest thing. But we could cut it right now for you. It's such a nice haircut. Let's not ruin it. She did a great job. She did a great great. job. But I feel like a lady. Yes, she's also a comic. She's a, um, actually an improviser, guys. Easy. Oh, easy, slow yeah, down. Easy, wait a <laughs> Don't. minute. And, uh, yeah, she did it, and it was great in Glendale. Yeah. I met I met a comic. Her name was uh, Marianne. And uh, she told me she was uh, she's cleaning houses. That's her day job. Uh-huh. And she has a, a friend who got a job writing on the E Network. And her friend on the E Network, d- oh, didn't get the job yet. She said, "But if I get the job, I'm totally gonna tell everybody that you clean houses, and that you will." Uh, and she's like, "No, no, don't don't tell them I yeah. clean houses. Tell them I do stand up and I can write." Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh, good point." There's another comic so. in um, Denver. Yeah. That's her day job. Oh, that's her day job. Yeah. I, I was a maid in a hotel once. When Was that one of your day jobs back in the day? This was a summer job. And it was in a in Montauk, Long Island. In a, Long Island. In a yacht club. Oh. oh. Wow, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would clean out rooms and suitcases. Um, no, suitcases? I, I would just, <laughs> I oh, wait. That was a joke. No, no. Guess what? Who wasn't no, listening? Seriously, I did. I cleaned out rooms and then... That was like for a couple of hours in the morning, and then I would sleep on the beach and get tan, and then drink uh, lots of vodka at night. until yeah, yeah and then do the it morning. all over again. Exactly, because it was college. I well, bet it was really it was a fun job. Yeah, I had uh, the dumbest job ever was uh, um, or one of them. I lived in London for three months, and I worked at a youth hostel where from six a.m. to nine a.m. I would uh, clean and serve breakfast, and then from eleven a.m. to nine p.m. I worked at a movie theater in Leicester Square called the Odeon West End. Wow. And I got to see High Spirits with Peter O'Toole, Steve Gutenberg, and uh, <laughs> Daryl Hannah 26 times. I remember it distinctly. <laughs> oh and then I would come back to the youth hostel, and then I would drink really shitty beer until about 1 in the morning and then do it again. It was Did the dumbest three months ever. at the youth hostel? Yep. I, I, I worked for uh, for my lodging. That was my, my morning gig. And then I would work for like £2.50 an hour, which is 5 bucks an hour, people. Oh. Yeah, it was the dumbest three months ever. Did you but like London? I did kind of. I liked what I saw of it, which was uh, through a drunken haze when yeah. I was 22 or 23. It was fantastic. It's one of those romantic things you can do when you're young and you don't have families or responsibilities. Or anything. Or, yeah. I was there over Thanksgiving, and I remember going and buying a turkey leg and boiling it on a hot pot. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's it was, romantic. Yes. It was pretty romantic. I'm not going to lie to you. My father-in-law lives in London now. Oh, does he? So, yeah. So we've been over there, and I just have to say, after I'm in London, I feel like I'm a gourmet chef because oh. the food that we ate there was the shittiest. <laughs> I I lost you, six pounds. Oh, just being. Oh my days. gosh, let's go yeah. now. Yes, <laughs> maybe if we walk there. It was so yeah. disgusting. It was disgusting. Yeah, so, they say and that you Indian would eat out. Food is good there. Yes. yes, but we didn't have Indian food. 
And the donar kebab. If like if you do Middle Eastern or Indian food, yeah, we yeah, did, we didn't. We ate like you ate pub food. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. you know what? You know when pub food's best? Sunday morning, uh, with the giantest hangover ever, because you're eating a a stick of butter and a loaf of bread. Yeah, and a bunch of meat, and it soaks up all the uh, all all the bad toxins. Yeah, it's nice. Those are my favorite food groups. What was your what was what was your uh, what was your craziest job or do you have a I'm job? I'm doing it right going? now. Kinda. What is it? Well, I am cleaning houses. Are you cleaning houses? Yeah, but guys, I don't like it. No, no, I'm shocked. <laughs> you know, but I so I'm trying to get out of that because. But aren't you, you like? Don't you have like CPA yes, training or something? I would or? like yes. cleaning houses though because. Sense of accomplishment? Exercise, exactly. exactly. A sense of accomplishment. And I do it at my own house. Yeah. Because I have two stepsons and a husband. Yes. And so... And they're not spending a lot of time cleaning? Is that what you're saying? Right. Right? And (laughs) it's exercise. That's exactly why I did it. But I'd want to have to pick the houses that's right and you don't get right, to sometimes right. and it's it's spooky sometimes it's spooky i thought of a job though uh-huh. like just saying i'll clean bathrooms or uh-huh. i'll clean living rooms well oh. that's kind of what i do now oh, like okay. it's sort of transitioned into organizing okay and that i love that i have an organizing is a, job tomorrow. That's, that's an la dorky. job that's oh. an la job made out of and whole I cloth i love it i do love you? anything that is a mess and then it needs to be put back in its place I you should I, have a show. That's how I kind of obsess. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. an like organizer a, show. Like oh, so Oprah. so do you do you advocate buying those plastic things over at the container store, or do you well, advocate uh, purging? I advocate purging. You have, I am oh, okay. a very much minimalist in my house. You know, people don't call my house homey. It's not homey at all. No, <laughs> is it, it's is it a show place? Yes, it is. <laughs> what did you say? A show place. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I like getting rid of stuff, and so I try to help people do that. Okay. But if they have to hang on to stuff, I do like it in a container. I want you to come yeah. to my house. Oh, I will. That is yes. an attainable goal. Yes, that oh is. My gosh. Well, you live yeah. around the corner. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I could ride my, my cycle over there, which would be so fun. Do you have a, a little cycle? No, a little bicycle. Oh, you have a bicycle yes. with a pedal pedal? Yeah, a little pedal. Oh, very foot, nice. Very nice. Pedal. I, uh, um, I have to say that... We have thousands of comic books in this house, uh-huh. and I asked um, one Andy Ashcraft husband yes. uh, if he would um, do me a favor, and uh, I had a tiny meltdown is what it was, and I said, if you could go through your comic books, because we don't have any room for more boxes, if you could go through the comic books of the last 25 years, or 30 years, <laughs> and pull out the ones that we can give away or sell. And I said, there's three criteria. There's the criteria of feel free to keep ones that you feel are worth some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to keep the ones that you think that you will one day wish to reread. Mm-hmm. And then there's a third category, which I think is sweeping, which is you can keep something that for some emotional reason you're attached to it. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't fit in any of those three, please. And he pulled, he must have pulled 400 comic books out and we brought him to the comic book store. Well, and he's only gone through about four of the, of the 12 boxes out of, out of Mm -hmm. probably 4,000 comic books. He's probably pulled 400 comic books out. Oh my gosh. That's great. Wow. So we're sitting on the other. We're sitting, well, there's, uh, well, the other boxes he'll go through as we, as, as we grow old together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, that was the thing is, is I took them to the comic book store because I'm in. I love comic books. Comic books are amazing. Comic books are like stand up comedy, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. in the fact that nobody's paying attention to comic books so they can be about anything. Because I've only read like Archie and, and, 
Richie Rich when I was a little girl. I haven't oh. read a comic book in forever. Let me tell you okay. that there's some good work being done in comic books. Really? Uh, yes. Kind of, there's some adorable stuff being done. I'm reading this thing called Castle Waiting. And it's sort of a slice of life in a, in a, like a, like a, uh, a medieval, like orcs and elves and pixies kind of world. But it's a slice of life where essentially the initial story is <laughs> this, uh. God, she's dorky. I, know, I am super dorky. Super but there's like, there, but, um, but it's super sweet, this castle waiting. It's just, it's very, um, I'll, I'll I'll link it on on the notes, but um, are there gnomes in it? There are gnomes and pixies I love gnomes. and and she has a little baby and all the little little um and it's a little demon baby. Oh, and everybody's that sound cute. no, it's adorable though. And and all the little pixies are like, we help, we help with the baby. And she's like, there's too many of you. You'll love him to death. And she's like, you could one of you, one of you at a time can watch the baby. And so it's the thing is is there's the bad guys aren't that bad. They're more, it's more like life, where you just run into someone who's vaguely rude. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so it's this kind of slice of life in a, in a castle-y kind of world. And it's adorable, and it's very sweet. And then there's super dark stuff. Like, there's this book called Irredeemable about a Superman kind of character who finally snaps. Oh. Because he's not, he just, you know, his, his personal life has sort of gone to hell. And he's just sick of people going, well, Superman's not that cool. And so he decides to uh, essentially murder half the planet. Wow! And so he does. So it's all science fiction. It's all science fiction. It's all it's all fiction. Though no, there maybe is. it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere it's so, real. Lost so my how much do they cost? Well, they're two ninety nine each for a tiny them? book over at the comic book store. Uh, like Earth Two is uh-huh. is possibly Earth Two, uh, gentlemen. Judd Carr, you guys listening? Uh, you guys want to be a sponsor? <laughs> or Meltdown. Meltdown is over in Hollywood, and they do stand-up comedy shows. Ooh. And they're a lovely Ooh. comic book store, too. They've got a lot of merch, too. They've got a lot of T-shirts and, and, and statues and stuff that you can buy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Is there anything in Studio City? In Studio City? Comic well, uh, Earth 2 is in Sherman Oaks. Oh, okay. So I it's, bet there are a lot of comedians who are into very much so. It's uh, just, it's kind of the same thing. Like one of the first comic books, there's this thing called Ex Machina, and it's done oh. now. It's uh, And it's about a superhero who got his superpowers from aliens or whatever, and he ends up saving one of the Twin Towers. Oh. And it started, He this guy started writing this in like 2003. Okay. So it felt to some extent too soon, right? Right. Except for that you get to the end of the first comic book and you're like, holy crap. And he, it can be about, cause literally there are hundreds of people reading them. It's fine. And, but that's why they're mining all of these comic books for movies and stuff. Right. Because like, you can. I was, oh, I was into the American Splendor. I oh, okay. All those. That's Crumb, yeah. is it not? Or? No, it's Harvey Pekar. Harvey oh, Pekar. Okay, I saw that movie. Yeah. And that's Slice of Life. Yeah, and it's just wonderful. It's Slice yeah. of he Depressing was on Life. Life. Yes, oh, a couple of times, yeah. I'm eating a cashew. These are delicious. Are they There's, delicious? The cashew. There's nuts. <laughs> if you're allergic to nuts, do the joke about how if you're allergic to nuts, beware of I cashews. Set you up for it. You yes. did. It's very yes. nice. It's like zzz. Yes. and uh, yeah. Comic books. Yeah. Have you so, ever written one? No, I would love to write them. I've, mm-hmm. you know, Patton was on the old one of the old versions of the Dork Forest back when it was just a call-in show, though of course uh, it was one of the many times when there were technical difficulties, and so we couldn't hear him. 
Oh, no, uh, it's a no. fascinating uh, episode. If you ever <laughs> want to listen to me curse for 45 minutes of, mm-hmm. and then him essentially me, cause he could hear me. And so I would right. read questions that I'd gotten from people and he had just read, read, uh, written the goon and the goon is uh, a sort of a zombie fighter. And, um, it's, it's like Hellboy, but, uh, he just fights zombies and it's written, it's not Mike Mignola, it's Eric Powell. That's it. A guy named Eric Powell who can be not only super gross and dark, he can be filthy. And, uh, <laughs> when I say gross, dark, and filthy, I mean in the most hilarious way. He is a genuinely hilarious guy. So, but I took, okay, so the point of this whole thing was that I, uh, was I took all the comic books to the comic book store and I said to Judd, the guy who owns it, I said, you know, um, we want to sell or do something with these comic books. And Judd said, well, do you want me to go through them now and then tell you how much I'll give you? And I said, yeah. And then will you throw them out or will I? Oh, really? Yeah. And Judd goes, there's no throwing out of comic books. And I said, of course not. What happens? Uh, yeah. And he says, well, I send them to hospitals or schools or, or like, you know, Walter Reed uh-huh. and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, Judd. Yeah. And so uh, I said, oh, well, then that's perfect. And so he said, so what are you expecting? And I said, I don't know, anywhere between 12 and $30 worth of store credit for these 400 comics. And he was like, why don't I take my time? And go through them then, and then I'll give you a I real can't credit. Wait for the tally. Uh, no, hundred bucks. <gasps> what? A hundred dollar oh credit for the so from the store. Forty five new comic books. Oh my! And and we and and we can spend a hundred dollars in a month on comic books. So, oh, but then you're just replenishing. You're not really getting your. Well, I guess for every two you got. Well, it's a, but yeah. the thing is, is they're new and so they're <laughs> yeah, fascinating. Right. I mean, and like, what do you guys say? Is when you get something, take something out. Okay. You know, as long as yeah. Oh, in the purging and the yes. and the organization. If you get new shoes, you should get rid of a pair of shoes. Yeah. I had a garage sale about three months ago, uh-huh. and I just skimmed the surface of my house because we've collected toys since my stepsons were four, uh-huh. and I had so much stuff. But the funniest story: I'll never have another garage sale again. It was <laughs> really? too much work. Uh-huh. It was too much work. It was like insane. Uh-huh. Like by the end. By the end, I'm thinking... You would rather just give it away? Right. (laughs) I actually ended up giving giving, stuff away. But Mm -hmm. at the beginning, I'm like, okay, every pair of pant jeans, $2. By the end, I'm like, a dime. I'll take a dime. And then I'm like, you know what? You can have that. But the funny thing, (laughs) a beautiful pair of slippers and a man with one leg came and bought one slipper. And I'm like, you can have them both. And he's like, no. So for the rest of the day, I heard 20 times... Where's the other? <laughs> but in the end, I just took all the rest of the stuff and I brought it to some place on Ventura, and they tallied up how much it would have been worth, and wow. they gave me a tax credit. Nice, so. and a tax credit. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about uh, like I don't. I've worked a lot in retail. Oh wow. yeah, my life is very glamorous, uh-huh. and so one of the jobs I used to have was in retail, and uh, I don't want to have a garage sale. I know. Yeah. I want to call the. We just cleaned our garage. We spent six hours pulling everything out of the garage, and then putting uh, uh, a third of those items back in the garage. Mm-hmm. And um, the, oh, that's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But we gave away like a brand new DVD player. What? And uh, but the rescue mission came oh. and took it all away, mm-hmm. and uh, it's lovely. And you got a receipt. Got a receipt. Probably about, you know, and the thing is, is they're like, you can claim whatever you think it's worth. And I was like, all of that crap, I'm going to go 200 bucks. Yeah. You can have it. 
And because I don't want to sell it. I don't want to tag it. I certainly don't want to haggle over it. Right. But I got to say, Do you I, like it? I love garage sales and I, I give them. My friends, Amy and Kara, live in Studio City as well and they have a big yard. So we have a garage sale there uh, at least four times a year. But I use them as a way to meet my neighbors. Oh. And flirt. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but I use them as a social meeting play. You know, I love meeting my neighbors. So right. I talk to everybody. Like a swap I, meet. Yes. But once a lady came and she said, I, she was a very slender and she was looking at one of my tops and she, I'm like, that won't fit you. She's like, yes, but I'm trying to get pregnant. And so <laughs> and she said, actually, I, I am pregnant. So I went, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. She's like, well, I didn't want to announce oh, it yet. Yeah. So I, I hurt. <laughs> I make friends and lose friends pretty much all in a four hour I period. agree with you. You can meet. Yeah. Yes, it is an excellent way to meet people. Yeah, and then um, I'll go to a garage. No, they're kind of fun. They are. I'll go to one. I don't want to have. I don't want to throw. Yeah, I don't want to throw another one. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'll let you know when I have one. I know that. I know the drill now because there's a whole culture Mm -hmm. behind the garage sale. So I posted signs from nine till three, right? At 7 a.m., I'm out there on the lawn putting stuff out, and there's a man sitting in his car, and he's like, can I help you bring stuff out? And I'm like, no, that's okay. I didn't want a stranger in my house, right? Right. But people showed up at 7, 7.15. Like, they're not waiting until 9 o'clock. So by 10.30, most of the stuff <laughs> has been gone, and I'm stuck sitting there until 3. I didn't really stay until Right. Three, but yeah. Right. So they said if you ever just want to sell something, you don't even have to put up signs. Just bring your stuff out on the lawn at 7.30 in the morning. Because there's somebody cruising the... Yep, the, the neighborhood. Well, we put a bunch of stuff in the... We also gave away a table. Like, we just put it out on the... It was we like a that. kitchen table. Yeah. And it was like... Because it had a, a little crack in the in the in in one of the sides, and and if you have any sort of woodworking skills, you can fix it. And he said that he could have fixed it, but he didn't want to. <laughs> he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He was like, no, 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 let's just get a new kitchen yeah. table. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so uh, we left it out, and it uh, it sat there for like two days, and I was like, no one's ever gonna take it. We're gonna be like the clampic clampets. Yeah, but we have a we have a, 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 a an alley, right? And so then it was gone. It took all it did. It took a couple of days. Oh, but um, you know, our neighbors were kind of. We got a we got an old lady neighbor who's just like, "What's happening?" And yeah. I'm like, "Well, it's the Beverly Hillbillies. That's what's yeah. happening. You're living next to just for a little bit, and uh, it'll be fine." So, but did it feel good to clean your garage? Well, it felt so good. I'm. I have a cough. I still have a cough though because so much dust is yes. in my system. It's gonna take a week. It's going to take a week to clear out my, uh, the cough cough. Well, I often have a cough after I, yeah. Because of all the dust? Of yeah, it's true. What do you do? Um, I cough it out. Oh, you cough it out? You, yeah. just live, you live through it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I, you know, I take a lot of vitamin C. Oh, okay. Drink a lot of water. But, yeah, it's just part of the situation part of the process. being around dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really love it. And you're right. Because I've worked so many different kinds of jobs where people, you know, I, I often end up with the kind of boss that likes to remind me um, how expensive I am. Or, you know, you usually get that kind of boss that's like, uh, uh, man, <laughs> since I have to pay for your help, you know. So what I love about organizing is people are grateful. And they're grateful for weeks later. Right. Send you emails, you know. Yeah, because every time they walk into something and you're yes. like, Look at this. They There's feel a floor. So good. But yeah. it's interesting that your own house is aesthetic. Aesthetic? Yes. Is that because mm-hmm. I I think I could be a good organizer for somebody else. Uh-huh. But when it comes to my own shit, I'm like, you know what? It, it's 
it's beyond, and I'm not like a hoarder. Right. Mm-hmm. Like those shows, people are fascinated by those shows. I haven't gotten them. To have you tried to watch that show at all? Oh, I have. I watched it once. Well, I, you must get into it. Well, yeah, I, I really do. It scares me. I understand the obsessive compulsive nature of it, and I kind of understand that feeling of being overwhelmed and then just letting it all go to hell. Because they say that people are perfectionists usually, yes. and it just gets out of it control. Does, and they just say, I can't deal with it now. So it's interesting. Well, that's interesting. I mean, the thing, it's so much stuff that I've never been able to make it through an entire episode just because I get grossed out. Yeah. And I, I literally, I, I'm a helper mm-hmm. with or without your consent, I'm afraid. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, you know, I, I, my Karen Rontowski, friend of the show, uh, one time we were sitting, we, we were walking, we were on a walk or something like that. And I said, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I think I just said, I don't mean to judge. And she laughed so hard that it actually, I was like, what? And she said, that's all. That's all you do, Jackie, is you judge. <laughs> really? And I was like, out loud? Really? You said that out loud? And uh, she said, I am sorry. It just, it was so funny that what you said that I uh-huh. never judge. I've ne- I don't, I don't know you that well. But right. I don't, I have never got that vibe. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of judge. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm, so I'm judging. judging me right now. I am judging you right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm thinking? Really well put together. Yeah, it's all coming together. Very nice t-shirt I l- that I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm happy to hear that because I did not take a shower. I, I, me yeah. neither. I, I did brush my teeth. You know, Hi. I, I'm I, a, I brush my teeth. I even floss because I floss before I perform. That's like my only OCD. You floss before you perform? I floss. Not right before, but okay. I've had to have flossed before I get on stage that day. If I'm on Intra- stage. That's why your teeth are so neat. No, they're not my You teeth. have beautiful oh, choppers, but, um, though. It's, you've always had beautiful but teeth. I Since 87. my other OCD <laughs> is I like to organize the green room before I go on stage. Oh. I know. And sometimes I, I clean I the green room. Yeah. I clean, clean the green it, room. Right? Because uh, stand-up comedy, a lot of guys... Yes. And a lot of foul. Dirty. Yeah. And dirty. they're, uh, and they're, and not, not all of them are obviously because mm-hmm. they're people and mm-hmm. they're different people. But, uh, if it isn't clean, I'm just like, well, I'm certainly not going to hang out here yeah. in the green room of, of filth. Yeah. Right. So, and then I get on stage and if the, and if the stage is untidy, have you ever had that problem where there's like a piece of paper on the stage or yeah. the, 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 the stool isn't, yeah. I, I do a little fiddle and diddle on stage as well. Did, yeah. Did you see the Joan Rivers documentary? Yes. And Every she, week we talk about it. Let's talk. Oh, what yeah. are your? What's I your? Go back please. To, and, but I want. What was I talking? I was saying how I have to. Oh, I read that Susan Sontag, the writer, who I guess she was with uh, uh, Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Um, that she rarely bathed. And when I read that, I thought, that's so interesting because I don't like to shower every day. I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm admitting that. No, no. Just every other day. I, I have to shower when I'm, if I'm per, going yes. on stage. Yes. I, I bathe every day if I'm if I'm going on stage. But other than that, it's almost like I like that sense of then feeling really clean after. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Know, like, I'm just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm depressed. Oh, I, you're... <laughs> I find a shower like a lot of work. It can yeah. be a lot it's of work. It's a lot of work. Then you got to get out and dry things. I never shower. I'm <laughs> Japanese. Oh, you uh, Yeah, I bathe. I oh. only bathe. I oh, would, Japanese. but I don't have a bathtub. What? I have a how, shower. How, I, I couldn't live. Mm-hmm. And I would do it on the road, but I always think, oh, there's so much, like, bacteria. And yeah. Oh, I'm building an immune system. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I've just decided. Some woman came up to me after a show last weekend in Salt Lake City, and she said, I have the greatest story. She was so drunk. She's like, I have the greatest bit that you need to work on this. Is the whole thing about how when they're out of those 
protectors for toilets and you have to use the toilet paper and you lay it and it's got to be perfect and then it falls in and it went on the story went on forever and finally <laughs> i just said uh i'm uh here's something you don't need to know and probably don't want to know is that i sit on the toilet yeah i just do it because i'm building an immune system i do too do, do you I not do. Jude? no no i i no i still your put safety the mouse safety on. mouse yeah okay. sometimes Put the thing on, but I heard on Oprah. Oh, this woman was, had done like a whole study, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. and she said it's no cleaner when you put the thing on. What? Than if you, you know just... what that is? We are vindicated. We are Indian food. We are Vindaloo, my friends. <laughs> we are Vindaloo. Is that too Vindaloo. Much information? No, no. I like There's hearing, never too much information. I like hearing about the shower thing because I love to be clean and smell good. But it's sort of like the hoarders. If I've gone too far, then I keep going. Like, you know, okay. like I haven't showered t- today yet, and I probably won't. And then tomorrow, you know, it's kind of like when I have to You shower. had a set last night, so do I you bathe yesterday? Oh, yes. There you I go. always... Do people listen to this? Yes. Uh, there's at least, there's dozens. There's dozens and dozens of people. Yes. <laughs> They'll come up to you and say, how about today? Did you bathe today? Did you bathe today? I have a show tonight. I will be bathing. I always bathe before a show, actually. I, I do, too. Do. It's it's nice. It's a, yeah. there's a, There's a little ritual. That uh, I used to do that thing. You know how like guy comics will always say that they masturbate before shows. Oh no, I've sort of heard that. Uh, they always joke about it in the green right? room. No, oh, oh. in no. the green room. No, 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 no. In their hotel. Okay. Like, like you know, it's sort of. So I here's what I I don't masturbate enough, I guess, or whatever. And uh, <laughs> is uh, what I always do is I always take a bath, and then I lie down and I think, should I masturbate? And then I take a nap. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes I masturbate, but sometimes I just take a nap. Yeah. But I always take a bath, and uh-huh. it's nice. Uh-huh. So that's the ritual before I do a show. Yeah. I don't know if that's talk about too much info. And quite honestly, not that exciting info. Uh-huh. No, I think it's exciting. Is it? Is it kind of exciting? You I'm guys, I could tell you something exciting. <gasps> My friend dun, dun, Evelyn, dun. Yes. Um, which now I'm saying on a podcast. Sorry, Ev. Uh, <laughs> we, on like around the Christmas holiday, we went together with my friend Brattles, to uh, the pleasure chest, and I bought an item. Actually, Evie the bought it for me chest. as a gift. Yeah, it's a it's a. Is it a vibrator? It's a sex shop, yes. I never, I just got my first vibrator. I never got them. Uh, I, never I never had, had them. Yeah. Really? Oh, I had for 20 I've years that this is one. one. You know, that when you turned it on, the whole apartment would go, wow. <laughs> yes. I went to, I went to a sex shop in New York City for the first time, and it was a, it was a girl one where they're like, it's like, it's 22 year old women working there, and I was like, hey, uh, I've never had a, I need a thing. I'm supposed to get a thing. I'm told it's amazing. I'll and just she, supplement. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, I use a microphone. <laughs> I mean, I don't use it. Yeah. I just talk into it. Yeah. Right. Okay. You just, it's yeah. all an illusion. Yeah. I wrote a joke about it because I bought it one day and then I tried to use it. And I was like, it's sort of like the difference between buying cookies and making your own cookies. Uh-huh. I'd rather make my own cookies if I'm going to eat cookies. Some of us can't make our own cookies, Jackie. <laughs> Sometimes we yes. Wendy's raising her hand. Yes. <laughs> oh, now I, oh, I hate that commercial. Where it's these two younger oh, women yes. talking, and they're what talking about like something from Trojan that yeah. is like pleasure, yeah. pleasure um, thing. And this woman behind them, she's like matronly, and she's like, I, and yes. she's like oh, listening to their eavesdropping, and then she says, Well, I got mine online or whatever. Gosh, <laughs> and it's a Trojan, and you just don't want to think of her. I just yeah. Don't want it. 
Yeah. Think of her using. Yeah. I don't want to think of any of us, quite honestly. It's all <laughs> I'm working glad out. You fell asleep. That's all yeah. I could. Glad you took a nap. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. You didn't need to hear more of the the deets. But it's so, quite honestly, vibrator. It it felt here's. Okay. It felt loud. It felt it like, loud. <laughs> it's loud. I did the one that my friend Abby bought me. Is so. Now, do you have to report to her since she gave it to you? Yeah, we, yeah I think or she you? did ask me the next day how to go. <laughs> yes, and I was like, it went well, which is really weird. I, but yeah, I just wouldn't know what to do with it. Well, well it's you could burn yeah. twenty bucks, is what you could do. You could light twenty dollars <laughs> on fire, and go. Well, I guess I'll do it the way I've been doing it forever. I'd rather have six comic books. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. My favorite thing is uh, when I, I, this is Maria, I told Maria Bamford, because um, when I got married, I was like, is it, because I, I felt weird about having the same sort of masturbatory, why am I, uh, fa- fantasy that I've always had. I've never really changed it very much. Oh. And um, I was like, I feel kind of guilty still having the same one after I get married. Does it feel like I'm cheating on Andy? And Maria was writing or she was doing something. <laughs> she didn't even look up. All she said was, for crying out loud, Jackie, write something. And, uh, which was just... I mean, write a bit of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, not write a bit, but just like, you know, it's just like... Oh, write, write a new one. Yeah, yeah, just write a new fantasy. She's oh. like, why don't... Because she has a really good work ethic, is what I guess I'm <laughs> she saying She really does. Bamford. That is so, Maria. Yeah. <laughs> it's a she very good work ethic. She has an amazing work ethic. Right. So she's, yeah. you know, she will write. She's like, write, just write a new fantasy, Could she Jackie. Write one for you? Uh, that gets awkward. <laughs> that gets awkward almost immediately. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wendy, I want to hear about your teeth. Why do you keep saying they're not yours? Oh, well... How more, can they not be yours? I mean, I suppose I you can have implants or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm having I a was, cashew. I'm opening was, a Reese's. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was eight, I was applauding for a ballet. I think it was like um, Swan Apl- Lake. Like oh. clap, clap, clap yeah, applauding? Clap, ballet. Yeah. And I bumped my tooth on the seat in front of me, and I broke the enamel on the me and I broke my tooth and I only say the thing about the enamel because we had I sat in the same seat and I anyway it doesn't matter so my tooth Seems great. progressively got worse and black and then oh like it infected and stuff but over years like until I was in college so 10 years okay they injected it with bleach or whatever I'm making the story way too long so <laughs> no. in my 30s my tooth just fell out it just fell out it called so, it a day yeah so I went to this dentist that was highly recommended, and he decided to give me implants. And it takes a year and a half to get the oh, implant. What? So at the end of the year and a half, actually, I went to a specialist, but he right. referred me. At the end of the year and a half, it fell out again. So it didn't take. It didn't take. So now they've perfected it, but at the time, he said, do you want to try it again? So I said, okay. So I did it again. So now we're talking three years where I'm wearing a bite plate, the fact that my bite plate fell out during a show once is another story. <laughs> oh That's awesome. At the University of Las Vegas. <laughs> but um, They've seen it all in so Vegas. I know. It fell, so the second one fell out too. So that was three years. And so finally he said, okay, I need to put a bridge. So this dentist ended up taking out three additional teeth. Mm-hmm. I have the same thing in my mouth. So it was four teeth total. So he like pulled teeth out and then recreated four teeth. Now, so I have not been to this doctor in dentist in a long time, and these are not the same bridge because the bridge he gave me was like it looked like chiclets. 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so one day I was they doing... should be the same size. Mm-hmm. What the right. heck? Let's go. So one day I was doing this convention for dentists in Boston, and like four thousand dentists, and I decided to Google my old dentist, and just like because I hadn't seen him. He's Spencer Pratt's father. Oh my gosh! Oh. Who's Spencer Pratt? He's like He's a married to Heidi Montag. Okay. Where did they come from? Where did those kids come from? Malibu? I don't know. But I mean, what show? What show were they on I that don't they became? Know. The Hills, maybe? Oh, okay. But I remembered, when I realized this, little Spencer oh. used to come into the office. He was like eight. Oh, right. So, anyway, that's my two stories. Just wow. In the ba- I spent more time at this dentist's office. I remember one time he didn't want to call. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't gossip. I'm gossiping. Gossip away no, if you I'm like. Sure. <laughs> it's uh. Well, the thing is, is um, like I have tiny teeth. Hmm? You do. You have little baby. I, you have, little I have little tiny niblets. teeth, but they're good. Teeth. They're okay, except for this one's turned. Uh, in in my headshots, um, the headshot people are always like, "Let me fix that," and I was like, "It's cheaper than dental work. Do whatever you want to do." <laughs> and uh, uh, again, professionals, do whatever you do. The only the only thing I insist with new headshots is that please do not make me look like I'm 27 yeah. or right, 25. I like showing up and they go, "Oh, you look just like your picture." Right, yeah. right. right. There has been some aging. How about that? Right. Uh, I mean, I do point out that with all headshots professionals are involved i mean i look something like that i can't bring it up to that because like real real makeup people they can do it they're amazing those people are really really good at what they do obviously and uh and i am just normal i'm just you know i can do makeup and like i do a little bit of makeup but i mean it's not yeah so i have tiny teeth and i have uh uh, it's just a, a, a gap, uh, like a, like my front tooth, I broke it when I was like eight or nine years old mm-hmm. and, uh, they put in a replacement and then Brian Anderson pushed me into the bike rack and, uh, and it came out again. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of pushing. Yeah. But Childhood think, is full of pushing. I yes. Think, I think teeth are, I think it's like your teeth are, it's part of your personality. Yeah. Like a fingerprint. Yeah. yeah it's like, neat. I love your teeth. Thank you. I love your teeth. Oh, really? I hate what? my teeth. You don't I like love your teeth? Well, because I can't. They're not mine. I, I always go, I wish. <laughs> you always say that. I used to want to have fame and I used to want to be rich. Now I just wish I had my fucking original teeth. Oh, really? Yeah, because I I don't talk like. Oh, it's affected. Yeah. It's affected how you. Well, you'll get used yeah, to it. I you'll know. be somewhere in your 70s and go, finally, years. I'm used to it. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. So what about the Joan Rivers movie? You, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? We talk about it every week. I would also like to put on the table. We'll go back. Okay. To, can we? I don't. I'm, Jackie, I'm sorry. I don't know if you talked about this on the last episode, but can we talk about Ricky Gervais too? I'm oh yeah, which we I, I've never talked it about it. Okay. All right. I want to start by saying I love Joan Rivers. I identify with her. The whole Jewish thing. Women. I used to listen to her. Her stand-up, her stand-up has always been, I, I've always enjoyed her stand-up. Her, her online, I, I don't care enough about fashion to have followed her, her red carpet stuff, yeah. but I was always happy she was working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I follow her on Twitter. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I follow fun. her on Twitter. You guys are both on Twitter, right? Yes. Yeah. You but are. I just, I was only on Twitter tweeting both of my hip replacements. So I haven't <laughs> been on in a while. I have had two hip replacements and I tweeted both of them. 
during pretty much like they had to pull the phone out of my hands yeah i had the the all i was why all did hooked you do up. it on on did you just decide to sort of like keep your mind busy or because seriously i lost my marbles i was so scared oh okay so, so i was like i have to reach out to people i have to okay let people know what's going and, on and you're under at jude the unsure sure, which right. is awesome yeah. j-u-d-e the yeah. unsure. So I'll start tweeting again. I'm sorry yeah, to no, interrupt good. you. But Joan Rivers, I do. I follow Joan Rivers as well. Though I had to stop, uh, and then I just put her on a list because it got it got too much. Wait, you can put somebody on a list but and not, not follow, follow them? them? Yeah. What? I know it at Wendy Liebman on Twitter. That's where everybody should follow or put Wendy Liebman what? on a list. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to follow them. You can just put them on a list. But then they don't think you follow them. Then then they don't know that you follow them, and they can't DM you. They can't direct message you. Because you have to follow right. people who, but I don't know. I know. Guess I who's just... not going to direct message me? Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Guess who that. I want to? Nathan uh, Fillion. Yes. Uh, the guy from Serenity. He's on Castle. He's on the TV show Castle. You're into the castles. The castle. I, I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy different things waiting. with the word castle in them. <laughs> castle waiting being the the, the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I found the documentary so depressing. Me too. You found it depressing. I did. Okay, I because found when it. When I'm 75, I'm, I don't want to be <laughs> yes, hustling. Yuck fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I found it interesting that uh, the only, and I've said this before on the show. If you if you're listening, uh, is that she claims that she is an actress portraying a comedian. Yes. Do you remember that line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I call bullshit on that because actors act. Stand-up comics go to uh, a shitty room in Brooklyn at 11 o'clock at night and perform with a stool that's all ripped up. And that's what she does. So she's a comic. And I'm sure she could act or would like to act or all of that. But uh, she's a stand-up comic. I, yeah, I, I never want to work. She sure does. Whoa. What? Well, all her makeup. Oh. Yeah, she looks like a placemat. Yeah. A placemat. Um, what I also found fascinating about that movie, her manager... I watched it, and I'm like, oh, I'm related to him. You know that guy? Well, I don't know him, but he's like my fourth cousin once removed or something, and he's my friend on Facebook. Oh, and wow. so I'd never seen him. I've only heard about Billy Samus my whole life. Right. And then there he was. Wow. And so I, got, I felt sorry when they stopped working together. You know what's so weird is I thought he was so handsome. I really did. I was just like, he's so handsome. The okay. Dude. Yeah. Is yeah. he a dude? Well, I mean, I just saw the yeah. movie. I never met him. Oh, okay. I did not think he was handsome. I thought he was normal looking, though. And that'll well, do I, it a that's pinch. That's kind of what I... No, yeah. that's my thing. I love normal looking guys. You like a normal looking dude? Yeah. Handsome people are just beige to me. You know, like when things get pixelated? Mm-hmm. Um, like somebody's bits and pieces on a show will get pixelated. That's how I see handsome people of both genders. I don't see them anymore. You know what Albert Brooks once said? Uh-huh. Albert Brooks says is what you really want is someone who's just good looking enough yes. to turn you on. Defending your life. <laughs> Defending your life. Everything above that is a waste. Yes. And, uh, and I think that that is true, quite honestly. Yeah. That's enough. That'll do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, regular features. That'll be awesome. And I, I kind of like them even screwed up a little bit because I want to watch them age. Okay. Yeah, I want to see how those choppers go through life. I, you know what? I've always had crushes on, um, on guys that had like crazy brains. Oh. Like I never really like it. There was never a type. Like I've never had a crush on a look. Yeah, my I've, type is the ins- the insomniac look oh. that I love. Oh, I guess it is a look. 
And that is a look if somebody's got dark circles under their eyes. I married somebody who's not insomniac. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How is your sleeping? How is everybody sleeping? Oh, interesting. Really, Jude? I I sleep during the day. I like a former narcoleptic. Yeah, that's that's right. right. That's That's right. right. I sleep. I like to sleep during the day. There's something about sunlight in the room that makes me want to sleep. But it's at soothing. night, yeah. yeah, I find it very soothing. But at nighttime, I have a lot of anxiety about sleeping at night. All right. Okay, we're the same person. Oh, really? Oh, I love it. I, I love, love having the same person on. Are and you, you guys have really person? no, no, no. Oh. I, I, I can sleep day, night, and it takes about seven to nine seconds wow. for me to go to sleep. You know how I said teeth were the bane of my existence? Yes, it's really sleeping. Really, it's the bane of my existence. Really? Yes, because I, I can sleep on a plane at the drop of a hat. Uh huh. Okay. And that's because I think there's no way I can be in control. I just give it over. Oh, nice. But at night in my house, it's almost like I feel like it goes way back to when I was probably. Russia or something like in a former life and I was being kicked out of the shuttle or whatever it is (laughs) and so I have to be alert I fall asleep at three or four in the morning and I could sleep till noon me too or two or three I could sleep for I could sleep for 16 hours if you let me right Uh, yeah I'm a big fan of a good 12 to 14 hour nap yeah I'm a huge I'm a sleep that long yeah yeah I'm a I'm a sleeper yeah I, I I am one of the best sleepers you've ever met yeah. See, I sleep. I'm raising my hand. I sleep. <laughs> I sleep in two-hour increments. Okay. Because I like a two-hour nap, and then I'm the same way. So I, I have my only New Year's resolution this year was feet in the bed by two, and out of the bed by ten. And it, I've been trying. Wow. And I've been so it's been like maybe feet in the bed by two twenty, feet out of the bed by ten fifteen. Okay. And it's so pretty difficult. close. It's so hard. Is it hard, been right? good though? It's, it's been good. I, I I do take naps. I I uh, I do take naps, and it's it's really a bummer because we going back to I don't take action. I'm not. I don't know what that means. I'm I'm really learning though. I'm I've got a lot of audio tapes and downloads about learning to take action. Okay. Because <laughs> so, I just go, oh, I can't do it, and then I take a nap. Interesting. I love napping though. Yes. Do you ever read Sark? This woman, Susan. Yes. Yes. Kennedy. Succulent. Nope. Yeah. Uh, succulent. Bodacious or something, yeah. But she is a big fan of napping. Yeah, she is. I like napping and snacking. Me I too. could take naps and oh I could graze all day. Oh, me too. <laughs> I don't want a meal. I would like a lot right. of yeah. I'm Do a, you guys like going out for out? coffee? No, no. I love going out for coffee. Love I, I love going out for breakfast. I love going out oh, for lunch. It's yeah. very much a, a Goldie Hawn, Private Benjamin kind of moment. I want to go yeah. shopping. I want to go out to lunch. Me I want to be normal again. I want facials. I love a, I love a spa moment. Because you guys, when I was younger, I had an inheritance. It's true. That's right. You had a giant bag of money. Oh, I what? had a, a huge, I was Judy money bags and totally. Wait, what is it from? That's my what I want to know. family, family. I don't know, but what? Yeah. Where, like oil or uh, banking? And so that's interesting because that's where the money is is yes, collected. Right, interesting. Right. Good for them. But I and I back in the day was a very active and had some ambition in comedy, and I was completely embarrassed to have money when all my friends were driving cars with three wheels right. you know so I kept it hidden and was really ashamed about it I mean I think I did I also love to wear very nice outfits to open mic nights but I <laughs> have why, hilarious yeah why did I bring that up Jackie I don't know but I love facials oh yeah so now you know I something really happened like overnight I decided it was noble to not have any money 
Like, it, I ah. had a shift in my brain, and I don't know how that happened, and all my money just flew away. It just went bye-bye. And now, I just, I miss that, though. I miss facials. I miss eating out. And this is kind of many years now that I've been dealing with this. Right. I want a facial so bad. Oh. I really do. I'll cut your hair and give you a facial. Exactly. We'll do a little mask. Oh, It'll be nice. Guys, for a day. That would be so fun. That's so fascinating. That is fascinating. But didn't you, you say that you bought like brains. everybody's, uh, everybody, um, did you buy everybody cars? Didn't you say oh, that? Oh, I did. I did what? that. I bought, you bought well, your friends', I bought friends stuff. Cars. Yeah, I bought I stuff. I met you too late. I know. Believe me, there's a lot of people saying that. But, um, <laughs> but no, I was very good to my friends. And But I was, believe me, I'm saying this. I was the most good to myself. Was, oh, good. I, oh, you treated, I, so, so I you treated went through the money. Very well. You oh, went through yes, the money I and you enjoy, got whatever. I your skin is beautiful. <laughs> well, I took very good care of it in my That's 20s. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Then, That's um, well, I grew up in uh, Vancouver for a while as a young kid, and then I went to boarding school in Colorado, Catholic convent school in Colorado. Very and nice. then I came out here as an actress, went to college at Whittier, and then came out here to be an actress, like in 89. And Wendy, did you grow up in Long Island? Long Island. Uh, Long Island. Island. It's because well, there was some talk earlier about Long oh, Island. Right, right. It's uh, I'm from Wisconsin, which is the New York yeah, of there. the Midwest. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, I think of uh, I think of Milwaukee as the uh, New York of the, Mid- the the Midwest, and Minneapolis as the Los Angeles of the Midwest. Oh, I like that. For no reason except for that uh, <laughs> Minneapolis slightly more passive aggressive. And Wisco- and we're in Wisconsin because my mother-in-law. Where did, where did Superior? Superior, nowhere near there. Oh, Superior okay. is a, a, a tiny town on Lake Superior right. in northern Wisconsin, a population of about 12,000, possibly. And two of them were Jewish. And, oh. oh, yeah, just the two Jews. Yeah. Do you, you know, it's interesting. F- fun fact about Judaism, my sister converted to Judaism just uh, just recently. It took her three years. Wow. She had I've to study a lot of stuff. It. Really? I have. I love the Jews. No one's more confused than the Jewish people I meet to go, what? Why? Yeah. She did. Why, why would What's you do that? What's interesting to me is I've known a lot of Jewish people who grew up Reform who are now Orthodox. Ooh. Like their families were not that mm-hmm. religious, and they suddenly took. Well, I just opened for this guy named Modest Yahoo. Oh yeah. Oh, love him. that's that hip hop guy. Right, yes. he's a hip hop guy. So I didn't know that much about him, and this mm-hmm. gig kind of fell in my lap, and um, it was like. Anyway, I Googled him. His name is Matt Miller. He's from White Plains, New York. He grew up in a reform house, and he just adopted Hasidism. Yeah. So, wow. Did. At his concerts, aren't people segregated, the sexes? Not uh, at the one. Well, the one I did was at a temple. And oh. so, um, yeah. They, so they were everybody was wearing. And I thought, oh, I should dress in, like, room. Like, yeah. long, so I did. I wore a long skirt. But uh-huh. He was in jeans and a hoodie. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. That's hilarious. Well, I went to my friend Julia's conversion, and they talked about how so many Jews were killed and that they were so happy to get one more. And I thought, that's it. That's what I can do. That's the good thing I can do is to, you know, to that's fascinating. convert. And what's interesting, though, is that they're not that psyched about the Ethiopian Jews coming to Israel. You know, I mean, they're psyched about it. I have a, uh, I have an acquaintance who is uh, an apologist for the uh, the Israeli state, and I'm like, really? It's not enough work to be an apologist for the United States. You got to pick <laughs> like a whole other yeah. country. I'm to nodding a... my head like I know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. It's I, a... I don't politics. understand. Yeah. The whole middle. I know I people try to explain. There's it trouble. To me I don't know if you understand. There's, there's some trouble. There's some anger. There's some recrimination. It's always been there, though. It's I, true. I wrote a paper when I was in seventh grade, and 
same issue. Was it for? It's true. It hasn't changed since you right. were in seventh grade. That's for sure. I know. Holy, there's nothing to be done really at this at, at this I've late never date. Been to Israel. No, and do you want to go? I do want to go, but and actually, there's a gig there that Avi Lieberman does. Oh yes. And he's always speaking of get, an apologist. He's, always he's the man to get me to go. You should go. Well, my husband doesn't want me to because he doesn't feel that it's safe, and people have said it's safer than driving in L.A. That it's, it's pretty. Just, they it's they, they got your back. It. It's just that we see. I'm going to Afghanistan in May. God bless Jackie. you, Jackie. Uh-huh. Hopefully, I'm going to Iraq in May. What I like about the gig is that he said it's either Iraq or Afghanistan, and I said, do, "Can I vote? Right. Yes. <laughs> do I get a choice? Do, uh, can we fly yeah. and can I go to Iraq? Because yeah. I went to Iraq a year ago, uh-huh. and uh, and so yesterday he just asked if uh, if I would go again. Uh, a different guy asked if I would go to Iraq or Afghanistan, and uh, and I was like. I mean, I want to just because they're so, bo- I, I feel so bad for those kids, oh, you know? Gosh, and you're just yeah. like, I mean, I know that they chose it, that, that mm-hmm. they enlisted. It's, there's a lot of, you know, and we all support the troops. I do a joke. I support the troops finding other work. Come on. <laughs> Shovel some oil. I Build a levee. Say, I do a joke. I yeah. do a joke. I feel bad yeah. here on the radio. Hey, you know what? It's been an hour. It's been, Ooh, we it have chatted, and I wanted to ask two things. I wanted to ask what you believed in previous lives, and uh, we were going to talk about Ricky Gervais, yes. and then I was going to ask what you're reading. And lipstick. Pick any of that. Lipstick. And lipstick. We don't have to talk about lipstick. What it's... was the first one? Previous lives? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said that uh, in a previous life you might have been in a shtetl. A shtetl. Yeah, shtetl, but... You meant shtetl. Um, Whatever. I think I... You really do? You I think you might have? I oh yeah, no, oh. I do. I I think that I was protecting like the family. You and were like I a saw... matriarchy kind of person, or no, no? Were you a lady? And now I was just. Were I you a just... boy? No, I was a girl. I was. I was a princess. <laughs> of course you now. were. <laughs> um, but um, what was I going to say? Oh, I saw this movie about this family, this whole group of Jews who lived in the woods. Oh, I saw that. And they kick ass. And they have to survive there. And um, What movie was it? Was it the one with Liev? Yes, Liev Shriver and Daniel Craig was in it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. What was it called? Yeah, I don't remember. I'll look it up and put it in the notes. Nice. It was... I just felt... It resonated for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like maybe I had been there. Uh Oh, all right. Yeah. I've always thought I was a nun. Really? I'm, yeah, I was always... Was there a time frame? I don't know, but it feels like maybe... Dark ages? Yeah, it feels like really? a long time ago. And because of this whole thing that I have with not wanting any possessions or any money. Oh, interesting. But I want them. You're fighting it. Yes. I don't think No, she's fighting it. So were you like with Maria von Trapp? Maybe I don't know. I just feel like I have that nun mentality of. You feel like in a past life you might have been in the church, working for the greater good, which I don't do any of now. Right, right. But you know, sort of denying any of life's luxuries. Got it. You know, well, you live aesthetically. Yeah, I try. Right, you bring it down a notch. Yes, right. Although I do have a bin with with a few balls of yarn. Help that. Yeah, I've got, yeah. What, if, what were you in the former life? Uh, this is ridiculous, but I genuinely, when I was in high school, I thought that I might have been in another life uh, a drummer boy in the Civil War. 
Wow. Which is weird because I just got the Kindle app for my iPad and I'm rereading all of these books that I read in junior high um, that are set in the Civil War. And that might have affected oh, it. Yeah, that right. might have been. I read, <clears throat> there are eight books. It's a guy uh, by a guy named uh, Joseph Altschuler. And he's a German guy who was born in 1862. He wrote most of the books around uh, uh, in the late 1880s. And he was born in Kentucky. And they're just, he, he writes historical fiction. And I'm sure when he wrote them, they were considered the Sweet Valley High of <laughs> craptastic novelizations. Yeah. Yeah. But, but now, because of Sweet Valley High, they're literature, I'm sure, right. because they're complete sentences. He's yeah. got grammar going on. He references yes. Greeks. Uh, it's all very lovely. Uh-huh. But so I'm rereading them and, uh, and, and they'll be, I'm going to write a, I'm going to write a blog about it. But, uh, yeah, so we could talk about, now what books would you recommend people might, what, are you reading anything good that you might recommend? Uh, you know, I read all self-help books. All of them? All, I read them all. No, okay. And so, um, you know, nothing probably that would be of any use to anybody or that, that I would not be ashamed to mention. Although I did get, and I'm loving it, uh, My Life in Paris, is that what it's called, Julia Child? Oh yeah, I read that. Oh, it's, I'm enjoying it. That's a great. That's yeah. a great book by yeah. Julia Child. It's a, uh, um, it's her it's memoir yes. kind of thing. It isn't. It's a memoir. It's a memoir of uh, going there with her husband. He was going. I there read it before I saw Julia and Julia. Yes, and uh, and liked yeah. only the Julia side of that yes, movie. Yes, yeah. Though I didn't mind. I mean, I I thought that Nora Ephron did a great job with both mm. of those women and made them appear less crazy than they probably are mm. in real life because they were both pretty driven. Like, Julia Child seems like an intense human being. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah. I mean, she was probably super. I heard once uh, some guy who was a big friend of hers said that she had no tolerance for inactivity or or saying, you know, I can't do this or whatever. And I just marked her off. We would never be friends. (laughs) She would have no. Right. She would have no use for Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. No. She's like, oh, I got it. I got some sitting around to do. Yeah. No. (laughs) No. I'd like to brood a little. (laughs) She was always whipping something. She was. She was always doing, 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 doing. That's uh, fighting the war. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about you, Wendy? What do you got? I have a million books, but I rarely read because now I read Facebook. Oh, Oh, are you? Yeah. But, I do have some authors that I love. Right. Um, Pima Chodron, who's a big I've self-help person, and, and her whole philosophy. How do you spell Hema Chodron? Pima, P-E-M-A. Oh, my God. Eddie Pepitone, two episodes ago. No. Yes. Recommended Pima. Tibetan Buddhism? Well, yeah. she. It's a woman. She says, start where you are, and it's all about, like, if you're in pain or whatever, getting into that pain because you have to experience whatever you're going through to get through it and um i'm the working other, on that. the other writer that i love is yeah she saved my life once um Ooh. the yeah and the other author is natalie goldberg and she's a writer's she's a writer and okay. she teaches writing and she's written writing down the bones i have that um, book oh right? i have, I have book. her deck um i don't have her deck, deck. I don't have that. Well, there are two. There's like Natalie Goldberg and somebody else Ooh, Goldberg. Maybe I yeah. Have, okay. Who wrote Bird by Bird? Um, Anne Lamott. And yeah. she's my third. Okay. Yeah. And I've actually seen her speak once, and it made Ooh. me not want to do stand-up anymore because she was the funniest person I've ever listened to, and she was just that way talking in real time. And, you know. Do you know what? Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I listened to Sarah Vowell's two books on, on tape. Essentially, and it made me want to give up stand-up and write historical, uh, just 
just right. just become a historian right. because her history she brings it alive it's hilarious it's smart Sarah Vall's the wordy shipmates and um and uh, assassination vacation assassination vacation is amazing mm-hmm. it's hilarious about Lincoln and Garfield and McKinley and it's fascinating it's about you know Edgar Allen uh Edgar Allen uh Edgar Booth who is John Wilkes Booth's brother was a huge liberal and an abolitionist Mm -hmm. and his brother John Wilkes Booth killed Lincoln and uh and so after his brother killed Lincoln and they were both actors and uh and Edgar Booth was uh the the premier Hamlet actor of his time and after his brother killed Lincoln he he in shame, re- removed himself from the theater and, and quit his job. And then six months later was like, this is actually all I know how to do. Uh, I have to be Shakespeare again. I have to be Hamlet again. So uh, he came back. But um, weird fat, fun fact that Sarah Vall came up with was that Edgar Booth once saved the life of Robert Lincoln, which is Abraham Lincoln's son. Yeah, he fell into the subway and, uh, and Edgar Booth grabbed him and pulled him up and didn't know, didn't know it was Robert Lincoln. And it was. Um, they had subways back then. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. The New York subway was built like in the 1860s or something like that. Or wow. You should write history. 1870s. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then and then the other thing is is there's a lot of busts or a lot of uh, molds of Lincoln's hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of and there and there's like six or seven copies of it all over the world and and um, there's like a a story where Edgar Booth is at some party in New York and he picks up these hands and asks somebody, whose hands are these? And they go, oh, they're Lincoln's. And he just silently puts them back on and sort of leaves. <laughs> he, like, walks away. He's like, oh, my brother did that. It's like the oh. Unabomber's brother. Yeah, yes. it's like, and, and, and it makes you think about, like, because I'm related to some people that hold some opinions that make you want to stab him in the eye with a fork. Mm-hmm. And you're like, not cool. You know, you and your yappity yap yap, uh, not not okay. And so, but at least you know, John Wilkes Booth is not my brother, right? Exactly. All right. My ex husband was really into the Civil War. Um, I call him the Hamburger, and he was really into the Civil War. And now, if I see a bushy mustache that starts <laughs> right under the nose, or there's a sad fiddle, I just shut down. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. What I remember about your ex-husband mm-hmm. is that he collected busts of all the different presidents. Yes, yeah. It's uh, he had little tiny. They were like three inch he tall made them. busts. Oh, did he? That's he right, because he was a prop guy. Yeah, and a sculptor. Yeah, he was a sculptor, and then he did that stuff. Right, that yeah. was his job. I'm yeah. sorry, he's a sculptor. Yeah, and uh, he did. They were beautiful. Oh yeah, he was pretty good. It was he was good at what he did. At that stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, you guys. This has been. Awesome. It's essentially just sit. I I don't know what I've ever. I haven't had two women on just sit around without a. It was so interesting. It's kind of crazy girl talk to each other with this fantasy that other people might be. I mean, I'm sure people listen. Uh Right? (laughs) Yes, they do. Joke about Mm -hmm. it. Yes, and Wendy Liebman. Essentially talking to on Twitter, on Facebook, obviously, right? And after this, I'm going to go take a shower. Do you have? Oh, do you have any? I might have a gig. I have a gig, so I'm going to bathe, and uh, I'm telling a story tonight at uh, at the UCB. It's uh, the Risk Podcast. Uh, It's a New York thing with Kevin Allison, and uh, from the state. Uh, I'm on a bunch of other podcasts too. Danny Bevins has a podcast. I just did hit a Shaky Town podcast, and I'm and the Geek Show podcast out of Salt Lake City. So by the time this comes out. Uh, and then next week, at the beginning of February, I'm in River Falls, Wisconsin, and doing Acme in Minneapolis. So if you're around, come to those shows. Do you guys have any shows you want to plug, or just go to your websites and your Twitters and your Facebooks? 
Um, I will have those things at some point when I get it together. But I am doing an improv show called Rosalind with a lot of great improvisers over at Iowa West on the 4th of February. Improv Olympic West here yes, in Los Angeles. Very yes. nice. And I'll be at the Cleveland Improv at the end of, this, at the end of January, the last week. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's great. Cool. Thank you guys so much for doing the Dork Forest. Jackie! Awesome. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?